Hey, 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 and welcome to a Saturday Night Live Fanatical Elves show. How far can our brownies go as they look to the postseason? Oh, boy, indeed. How's everybody doing this evening? I'm your host, John Suchan, part of the Fanatical L's Network, also known as Johnny Cleveland, but this is our Saturday Night Live show. We love having you follow us here on our network, part of Fans First Sports Network, and we couldn't be in a happier mood. Right, Browns fans? We bleed orange and brown. We are one happy crew as this organization looks to the postseason. It looks to the future. What does that future look like immediately and beyond this season? Wow. Lots of things to unravel in this game, in this moment in time. Um, how far can these Cleveland Browns go in this postseason to begin with? We know they're going to the postseason. They currently have an 11 and five record. They have one game remaining against the Cincinnati Bengals. It is a Saturday Night Live edition, so tomorrow, and even tonight, the Detroit Lions are taking on the Dallas Cowboys, and us Browns fans can sit back and enjoy the festivities and not be worried about this, that, or the other thing, because our team won on Thursday night, and we've been enjoying that momentum ever since. But there will be some games that we're going to be paying attention to, especially tomorrow when the Miami Dolphins play the Baltimore Ravens. Who wins that game will determine some things in the playoffs, including if the Browns still have an opportunity at the AFC North division title, plus the number one seed in the AFC. We need the Miami Dolphins to beat the Ravens tomorrow. We need the Miami Dolphins to beat the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow. Then we need Baltimore to lose again to the Pittsburgh Squealers or Steelers. That game also will be in Baltimore. It's possible the Steelers are still in the outside shot at the playoffs themselves. So it'll be a big game. We also need the Dolphins the following week to lose to the Buffalo Bills. And if all those things happen, then we could see the improbable happen for the Brownies. They not only would be the number one seed included, and that would be a home playoff game amongst other things. They get a bye also. So lots of things to, uh, be excited about potentially, you know, all of this, this momentum and everything that we're talking about right now is just, it's, it's centered around so many things, but none bigger at the moment than Flacco mania, Flacco mania, like my colleague Elliot has said is a real thing. It's really happening. And some of my other colleagues might be uh, not as excited about Flacco mania, but man, I am the irrational fan here on the fanatical L's and I am super excited about Flacco, Joe Flacco, former Baltimore Ravens. This is what makes it so intriguing to me as well, that the Browns have Joe Flacco 
who once was the star of the Baltimore Ravens for years and they won Super Bowls and he was MVP and and all these things for a decade and he won the Super Bowl in what 2013 and the fact is that the Ravens were once the Cleveland Browns organization think about that the Browns became the Ravens after they were stolen from Cleveland and Joe Flacco became the face of that franchise and yet now Joe Flacco has come back. He's been pulled back to the Cleveland, the real Cleveland franchise, and now has led them to this a miracle of wins and euphoria that nobody in the planet, any Browns fan that has followed this organization for years and decades could have predicted. The Browns have now won four straight games. And they are doing it in a way that makes this story just like a movie. It really is. And will the movie continue? Will the dream continue? I wrote an article about how stunning this uh, season has been on Fans First Sports Network. And in that article, I talked a little bit about this dream. And we don't want to be awoken uh, from this dream, we want to continue. But the, the thing is, it's not a dream. It's really happening. The, it's it's happening in front of our very real eyes. And so we should all be very excited, um, I, I'm as you are. But what Joe Flacco has done has just simply been stunning. You know, you go back and you look at some of these stats, and I've pulled them up here just looking at them um, here on his. Uh, I mean, just let's just talk about this just for a split second here. He has played in five games for the Cleveland Browns. Remember, the Browns were seven and four. Actually, they were seven and three when Dorian Thompson Robinson um, went out there to Denver and they uh, got beat. Dorian Thompson got hit in the head, got concussed. And um, at that point, the Browns went and got, that's right, Joe Flacco. So they were sitting at seven and four. They were going to go out to uh, play the Rams. And they started, um, they started him. They started Joe Flacco, and they did not win that game. But he went. He threw the ball forty-four times. That was back on the third of December. He was twenty-three for forty-four for two hundred fifty-four yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And we kind of had a sneak peek at what was to come because he has not stopped the following week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Browns won 31 to 27. This whole month has flown by, hasn't it? He went 26 for 45 for 311 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. The following week, they played the Chicago bears. He threw three interceptions, but that doesn't bother Joe. He's an experienced veteran. The man just keeps throwing darts. He went 28 for 44 in that game for a whopping 374 and two touchdowns and led them on a heroic uh, way back in a stunning ups- uh, comeback win, 20 to 17. <clears throat> then two weeks ago, they played the Houston Texans down down there and they he went 27 for 42 for 368 and three touchdowns and an interception 
And finally this week, he went 19 for 29 for 309. 309 with three touchdowns and just one interception. Um, he is utilizing all of his wide receivers, his running backs, Jerome Ford. Let's speak about Jerome Ford. Now, I have been uh, critical of Jerome Ford. People have been critical of me for being critical of Jerome Ford. But, you know, he had a good game the other night. Um, I was pissed off because he uh, fumbled the ball a couple times there late, didn't take care of the ball. But he has. I look back at his season records right now. He's over 800 yards rushing this year. Um, a couple hundred yards receiving, um, several touchdowns. Um, let's just look while we haven't had that info information up. But you know, players like that, we've got, um, you know, Amari Cooper, who has decided ever since uh, Flacco came in, he's been stunning. He went for 265 yards receiving a week ago. Now he tweaked his heel, and so he's going to sit out and. He may sit out even the Cincinnati Bengals game as the Browns prep to go play in the playoffs. Speaking of Jerome Ford, um, he currently has 807 rushing yards. Now a lot of that's it's pretty good. Now that's 12 games that he started, 16 games he's played in. Uh, you consider that Nick Chubb was here through game two, but then Ford came in, you know, midway through that second game. Uh, Ford Nick Chubb. He has four touchdowns on the ground. In addition to that, he's uh, receiving yards. He's caught 42 passes. That's right. 42 passes for 293 yards. Boy, that sounds like a um, cream hunt a little bit with his receiving yards uh, as a running back cream hunts, not having a, that um, that great of a season as far as receiving yards, but Jerome Ford is certainly doing a lot. He's five touchdowns through the air by way of the pass. So total he has, uh, nine touchdowns. Jerome Ford has scored nine touchdowns for the Browns this year. Another player that has, you know, despite adversities that this team has um, had, Nick Chubb going down, a multitude of other injuries, they continue to thrive. I think the best explanation of all of this was uh, recently I overheard at a, the press conference down in Miami with the Dolphins, the Miami's uh, head coach talked about the Cleveland Browns. He talked about teams going through adversity and he talked about the Browns uh, showing so much resilience and how they are united on trying to do their very best individually and doing things for the team that they don't look at all these injuries like, okay, we have all these injuries, so we're going to suck. No, we're going to thrive. We're going to get past those injuries and work together collectively as a unit. And that's what team is all about. And that's why this Browns team is having such a success, even more so. Go back to the 2020 season. Yes, the Browns got to the playoffs and Baker Mayfield – had a great season. There were some great performances by individuals and Stefanski. That was his first year of coaching and that he got them to play together, but that team isn't quite what this team is. And that's saying a lot, considering all the injuries, the major injuries to players. Like we just said, Nick Chubb right now, this team, this unit, the defense is 
stunningly good. It it's it's had its meltdowns from a occasionally, but not very often. And so we we really have to um, give props to them. Before we go any further, let's take a quick break here on the Fanatical Elves Network. This is our Saturday Night Live show. How far can our brownies go? We're going to talk about that more right after the break. Hope you enjoyed those commercials here on the Fanatical Elves Network, part of Fans First Sports Network. Please, please download us on Apple, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn, all those platforms, any platform you want to listen to Cleveland Browns podcasting, we are there. Type in Cleveland Browns, type in Fanatical Elves Network, any of that. It'll work. It'll take you right to the Fanatical Elves because we are growing our brand. We are growing because of you, the loyal Browns fan who bleed orange and brown, follow us. So thank you again. Um, how far can this Browns team go? You know, um, it really is something. You know, I got to give props to Kevin Stefanski. Did you know with Stefanski's latest win, 11 wins, he's now won 11 wins twice in his four-year career. He is the first, that's right, the first Cleveland Browns coach in history outside of Paul Brown, the founder of the Cleveland Browns, to have won two seasons of more than 11 wins or more. Amazing. Amazing. You know, even think about that, like Marty Schottenheimer, he had, you know, one really good year when, well, they had a multitude of good years. Uh, I think he has, I want to say he has 44 total wins as a head coach. Stefanski is in fourth or fifth place behind him with 36 right now. But Schottenheimer had that one year where they went 12 and four. Um, but but this, besides that, they had a couple, I think, what, 10 and six records, 10 and six records. But Stefanski now has leaped that as far as the multitude of 11 um, wins or more, which is just tremendous. Uh, you know, we talk about extending Kevin Stefanski's um, contract. I think the Browns definitely, definitely have to be considering that. And um, they have to give him that next contract. The man has earned it. He should be uh, coach of the year again. Uh, we'll see how um, who that comes down to at the end of the year, but just some really good things to uh, man talk about. Uh, there's just endless things that we can look at, and why this Browns team is so uniquely set up for this this run. I heard some comments, some quotes uh, after the game that Joe Flacco shared. His family had been there in the stands. His father, his mother were there. And his father reportedly said, according to Joe, that he looked like he had he was having more fun on the football field than his father could remember in years. And Joe Flacco talked about that. He he shared that. What does that tell you about what's happening right now? It tells me that you got a a, a young guy, not so young, he's 38 years old, but you've got a guy who's young in spirit who has five kids of his own, folks. He has a huge family. He has five children of his own, and he is thriving. You know, we all have experiences in our lives, right, where we're working or we do certain things or we're coaching or we're uh, in in uh, 
we just do things and, and, and work with people and, and moments come in our lives where maybe you get re rejuvenated and you get excited about doing something, um, with, uh, um, at, at the job or at work or, um, with your family. And so in this moment at this holiday season, Joe has come in, Joe Flacco has come into the Cleveland organization at the, just the right time when the team was still trying to kind of identify itself. What are we, what are we? That's question has been asked in our fanatical elves network by, you know, s several of our colleagues, including Elliot and, and Joe K Go Joel Cade. Um, what exactly is this team? What, you know, is it a, our, our team was, you know, centered around our defense. We were relying on our defense and our defense has come to play so many times and miles Garrett and all these great moments. But what about that offense? You know, we couldn't really rely on that offense. We were all teetering on the edge of our seats going, Oh my gosh, another week of PJ Walker. Oh no. You know, or is Dorian Thompson Robinson really going to be the guy? I mean, folks, he's a fifth round draft pick. And I know some people see him as the future of the organization. I don't quite see it that way, but we're also, we're all thinking about that. You know, what are we going to do? And then magically, magically, a guy by the name of Joe Flacco, who was sitting on his couch, eating potato chips and watching sports center, like all of us gets called back to the field of play. And he's now in a Cleveland Browns jersey. I thought it would be so hard, you know, to initially see that, considering all those years we saw him in a Ratbirds uniform. And now he's playing for Cleveland. And, you know, even comments after the game from fellow New York Jets uh, players, CJ Mosley, or Mosley, who plays for the Jets, even uh, you could overhear him commenting to Joe Flacco, um, kind of using some profanity, saying, man, Joe, um, who would have thunk that, you'd be at Cleveland Browns and fans would be cheering your name at Cleveland Browns stadium. I mean, that's the kind of magic that is happening right now. How far can this team go? I'm telling you right now, they can go as far as this magic can take them and Joe Flacco. And, you know, I, as a Browns fan and like yourselves, I don't know if we've ever felt like this in a long, long time. I mean, you go back to the 1980s, that was late '80s teams, and I know some a lot. Some a lot of us are reflecting back on those teams because of those of us who are in our '40s and '50s and '60s and whatnot um, recall that time period. That was almost 40 years ago, when the last time that the Browns were really legitimate Super Bowl contenders, and this team, this organization, has what it is is like that. And they have players and stars and names and just a team that seems to be gelling and wanting to work together. And Stefanski has finally gotten back this team that he was sort of teetering with in the last two years. That whole mantras of, you know, playing one week at a time. This is, you know, every week counted. He got back to that. He talked about that more in his, you know, uh, when they would show videos and listen to his audio from the locker rooms. And those are the sorts of things that winning programs can can do is they can get their teams to focus on what's just ahead of them. They're not leaping ahead to week five or week 15. They're focused just on what's in front of them. And the Browns and Stefanski have done a hell of a job of maintaining their focus. And that's what it's going to take, that focus, that consistency, 
And that's what we're seeing. My God, the, and the Browns offense, let's not, I mean, I, we've talked about it already, but it really is something amazing. You think that all these players are out, Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, um, Elijah Moore even got hurt yesterday in the, in the game. And yet the Browns are able to put 34 points on the board in the first half. They scored 36 points against the Houston Texans the week before. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. David Njoku having a career season. He's now approaching what? 900 yards of, of receiving his best years were um, twice. He got about 650 to 675 yards. He's blown past that. Now he's played in a few extra games. He's been injured a little bit in the past, but he's hit a hundred and what? 40 yards in the game on Thursday Hit 115 yards in the first 10 plays of the game. So some really magical things happening and will the, will the bubble burst? I don't think so, folks. I really don't at this point. Hey, it's the holiday season. Uh, New Year's day is coming up here in a day or two. Uh, we can uh, have our new year's resolutions and our wishes for the upcoming season. And of course us Browns fans, we all want a super bowl. We all need that super bowl. You know, super bowl was created in 1967. And before 1967, between 1946 and 1964, the Browns were the most dominating team in football. They won eight championships between the old All-American League um, and the NFL. Eight championships. People don't in the uh, NFL around the NFL they they brush that off. Who aren't fans of the Browns? Well, those championships somehow don't count. By the way, the last time, that's right, the last time the Detroit Lions. And the Cleveland Browns won multitude or won double figure wins in the same season was 1953 when they faced off or it might've been 1952 when they faced off in the NFL championship game, the lions actually won that, that game and won the championship that year. But that was the last time that both teams won double digit wins in a season. And guess what folks it's happening again right now. Um, Speaking of which, watching the end of this Lions uh, Cowboys game and the the Cowboys have a 20 to 13 lead and fourth quarter, couple seconds left. So I'm going to finish watching this as we finish up our podcast tonight here on the Saturday night live show guys. Thanks again for joining us. We just appreciate you guys tuning in all the time, spread the love, tell folks about the fanatical elves network. We do what we can. We try to entertain. Uh, I, I, the leader of the pack, like to be a little bit irrational rather than some of my colleagues. Many of my other colleagues are a little bit more rational in their take. So if you want to listen to them, you want to listen to me and my wild and crazy ideas, uh, we we love you turning in, uh, tuning in. Oh, and the Lions, I think, just scored. Yep, they just scored. They're going to tie the Dallas Cowboys up folks have a great rest of your evening. We'll be bringing you many shows later this weekend. Again, we have the any given Sunday show uh, tomorrow. The Browns will not be playing tomorrow. We'll be watching other games and then as they will start prepping for the following week. We've got the dog pound South show and um, we've got uh, what the elf show. We've got the Brown Browniac show. We got the Browns breakdown show. We got the Browns blitz show. You name it. We got shows every day of the week. Turn us tune in. We got the Oracle speaks not uh, main. Oh, they're going for a two point conversion here, folks. Uh, before we leave, we'll see what happens here. They're not going for the tie. They're going for the win. Ooh, bold move by the Detroit lions who we were just speaking of Uh Oh, what happened? They call the timeout. Okay, folks take care. Go Brown.